You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We're a Pinterest marketing agency, and we help you find your perfect person on Pinterest. Today, we are talking about why we at Simple Pin Media are starting a Shopify store. So with the latest e-commerce movements on Pinterest, we figured we would dive deep into what it looks like to own our own shop and sell digital products. This not only allows us to understand the nitty gritty details and the frustrations of owning and managing a shop, but to share more about the profitability, we hope, of selling digital products on Pinterest. So before we dive into that and talking about our shop, I want to tell you how you can set up and market your shop on Pinterest. In early June, we ran part one of our two-part workshop series covering the tech piece of setting up your shop. Now on August 24th, we're running part two, covering how to market your products on Pinterest to get more sales. The great news is you can still get the replay for part one. But if you already have your shop set up and you're ready for part two, we're ready for you. So go to simplepinmedia.com slash workshops to sign up now. Okay, in episode 295, just a few back, I talked about Pinterest's new push to become America's shopping mall. When this was announced in June, it coincided with that fir- first workshop I just referenced. After the workshop, I got off the call and instantly messaged our e-commerce specialist, Vivian, and I told her I want to set up a shop purely for experiments and to see what digital products in the B2B space could do. Because one of the advantages that I've mentioned before is that you can't sell digital products in your shop on Facebook and Instagram, but you can on Pinterest. Now, what this does is it opens up a pathway for people who sell digital meal plans, digital ebooks. I mean, that's a double name that you get it. Ebooks, any other things like guides that they sell or workshops, right? And that has felt pretty limiting with Facebook and Instagram that you can't allow yourself to promote those things because they only promote physical products, right? So for us, in my excitement, I was like, let's set up a shop. And we realized we had a few hurdles that were standing in our way of making that happen, which I think looking back now, that was was a good thing. So first, we were self-hosting our products. We were building our own listings, landing pages, and running the checkout through Thrivecart, which we don't have a whole lot of products. And to get the shop tab on Pinterest, you need at least nine products. But anyway, we wanted to try and see if we could run with it with the hope of getting more than nine products in the future. We also realized like maybe we could structure it different and we could take our templates that we sell and each of our templates are geared towards a niche. So e-commerce, TPT, food blogger, um, lifestyle blogger. So they're, they're all different, right? So we could piece and parse those out and we were trying to figure out a way to make it work. But the biggest thing being, if Pinterest is going this way, 
then let's start getting the ball rolling, right? So then fast forward to July, I met a mastermind in Phoenix, and we were all processing our businesses. And Monica Froze, who has been on this podcast before, shared with me that she was really loving having a Shopify store, that it was really fun for her to sell her products in this way. And the excitement that she had over the shop was really infectious. It was really exciting to see. And I think that for me was because in this landscape of sales, where we're in the midst of a recession, we're trying to figure out what Pinterest is doing, we're trying to figure out how we serve people. It was really inspiring to see somebody say, I love selling to my customers in this way. So that was inspiring to me. So just about the same time, our catalog was denied by Pinterest. They said, whoa, whoa, nope, can't do it. Which I was okay with that because I just heard all these great things from Monica about selling her products through a Shopify store. So I jumped on the bandwagon, ignored the whole catalog thing, said, say la vie, let's let that go. And we began to set up the steps to get a formal shop through Shopify. So here's what we're thinking. And when we hope to launch. But remember, (laughs) sometimes you need to hold loosely to launch timelines, especially when you're dealing with tech. So first, we are going to host via Shopify. It seems like the best place for us to host. It's very friendly to digital products, very user-friendly, and it also could allow us to get a pathway for the Verified Merchant Program because there is a direct integration with Pinterest. Win-win. Second, we're going to hire somebody who specializes in tech to set this up. I am a big believer in getting straight to the point and hiring out using people's strengths. And that is if you have the budget. Now, I understand in the beginning with your business, there's some things you got to do to be a little bit scrappy. And I have done that before too. But if you have the ability to hire somebody to just set it up for you and it basically eliminates all the time that you would spend that you could put into marketing, why not do it? So we're hiring Melissa at Your Tech BFF for this setup. And one of the cool things that she does is it's a one-day thing. It's a VIP intensive. She gives these six hours to the business to set up the shop, and it's not being dragged out. So there's no six weeks of somebody sending me an email. And now that I am really truly in the seat of CEO of the company, I don't answer my email like I did probably three or four years ago. I'm just not in there anymore. So (laughs) it takes like a week for me to answer an email. Let me just take a a sidestep here. I used to hear that from people and I would literally lose my mind if I would have listened to that in a podcast. And I would have thought, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that you take a week to answer your email because I was Johnny on the spot, answer the email right away, 24 hours. And that is the rule for our team. So I just want to be clear too, like our team has a different rule than I have a rule because my things are not client-based anymore. I do have an executive assistant that if something is urgent, that gets to me. But sometimes things get lost. So say I'm working with somebody to set up the shop. They have a need on Monday. My assistant can't answer. She lets me know it's in there. I get distracted by five other things, plus my mom. Let's throw that in there. And I'm a wife. And then I don't answer her till Thursday. 
I get back to her and then she gets back to me on Saturday. And then pretty soon this thing of setting up the shop now is in the email cyclone of death because nobody can answer an email quickly. So for her, when I met with her, it was one day, six hours, be near your Google chat or however she's going to get a hold of me and just know I need you there to answer questions. Done and done. It's the quickest path towards success. So I am very excited about this element. Third, then we'll begin to fill up the shop with past workshops, small curriculum pieces we have, templates. I don't know if I can adequately like describe the width and breadth and depth and all of that of the the amount of curriculum that we have here at Simple Pin that is not in the forefront that can be repurposed, updated and sold. So we will look to begin to catalog all of that, bring it up to current standards and then put that in the shop for people to be able to buy. Last, we'll get into the promotion and the marketing of those products. And that's really where that next workshop on the 24th, that'll be all about the marketing of your products. I'm pretty excited about that. In fact, we recorded this super sweet, I say we, Sarah on my team who has like, we joke that she needs to do like bedtime stories um, for the team because her her voice is so soothing in how she describes something. And so we will have a video too of idea pins and product tagging and all those kinds of things that come with those who purchase the workshop. So just know that once you get that video in there, you'll know what I'm talking about, about Sarah's amazingly smooth, smooth voice. I should have her come on the podcast sometime. But anyway, all that to say, we are excited to then begin to promote it. Okay. Let me also say this about where my headspace is around shops and learning in the online environment. So what I have observed is that people like to take learning in bite-sized pieces, whether that is attention span or the rise of TikTok. There is a reason their marketing campaign centers around, I learned it on TikTok, because people are learning these things that are very one topic focused. So we're going to take this idea, right? I've been noodling on this of learning in bite-sized pieces and the shop really marries well with how we want to serve our audience in this way. And we've been actually testing it ourselves, looking at our workshop attendance and who is purchasing and what the feedback has been from it. And people love being able to say, In this workshop, I'm going to set up the tech of my shop. Done and done. I'm going to remove the obstacle and I'm just going to move on. And I think what I love about that is for years we have bought big comprehensive courses. Now, I'm not saying courses are bad. I've had one. But I think what happens is that people will buy these courses and they will literally sit in the graveyard of our inbox, right? And not not give this opportunity for us to learn. And we buy into the marketing of it and say, oh, it's that I heard somebody say this the other day. Actually, they I was emailing back and forth with them about this. And they said, I'll buy a course. I won't do it. And then two years will go by. And then another course about the same topic will come along. But it seems updated and more shiny. And I'll buy that too. And pretty soon I have three courses on email marketing 
that I've never (laughs) dove into. It makes sense, right? So then if we look at this rise of learning in bite-sized pieces, and then we look at this need for people to be able to put into action what they're learning, this seemed like a really great opportunity for us to take what Pinterest is doing, how they're changing, and leverage it for our business. Now, marketing platforms change all the time. It's what can be our greatest asset to us in marketing or possibly our greatest annoyance, right? I'm choosing to see this as an opportunity for growth. I know several people who sell digital products on Pinterest and they have super great success. And they're amplifying them through Pinterest ads. We already have an ads department ready and willing to test this. So again, why not? So watch for updates on our shop progress in our weekly Pinterest made simple newsletter. You can find that by going to simplepinmedia.com. And I'm hoping it's a little sooner than we all think. So stay tuned. Also, a quick note, our 300th episode is coming up soon. I cannot believe that I have been doing the Simple Pin podcast for over six years And people still ask me to this day, do you still like talking about Pinterest? And I do. I really, really do. So our 300 episode will have a big giveaway. We're going to be providing the details in that episode. So you want to stay tuned and see what it is we're giving away and just celebrate with us. Thank you for listening. Those of you who have listened um, for a very long time, those of you who are new I truly cherish the fact that you are willing to give me usually less than 30 minutes, in this case, less than 15, to your ears to learn about Pinterest. And I really, I say this authentically, it's not blowing smoke. I really, truly want people to be able to leverage Pinterest in a way that does grow their business. And they're able to look back and go, I made these small progressive steps to leverage Pinterest for my business. And now this marketing arm of my business is really, really doing well. And now I can focus on pulling back from that a little bit and focus on another platform or focus on SEO or focus on email marketing, whatever it is. It truly does give me joy to share with you what I'm doing on Pinterest and how much I love this platform as a marketing channel. So thank you for that. And I'm sure I'll share more about that in our 300th episode too, as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts on selling digital products on Pinterest. Go to simplepinmedia.com slash 297, or you can DM us on Instagram at simplepinmedia. Also a note, if you didn't know this, I realized we haven't really talked about this. We are building a robust library of learning on YouTube. Tabby, who is our social media manager, collective manager, she's our jack of all trades here. She is going through and recording these amazing videos for YouTube so you can learn Pinterest over there for free. So if you want to follow us over there, we're just at Simple Pin Media. And she's putting out about one to two per no, I want to I don't want to say there's a lot over there, right? And there's going to be more. And it's a continued push for us to lean into YouTube. So if you want to learn more, head to YouTube and search Simple Pin Media and subscribe to our channel. Alrighty. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.